Hello, welcome to Claret and Blue. Good morning. It's fixture release day. My name is Dan Rowlett. I'm joined by John Townley to talk through the fixtures. And I'll say it early because I say it every year and it's a tradition now at this point. Breaking news, Aston Villa play every other team home and away. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, we're going to dive into the first game, the tricky kind of fixtures where the Europa Conference League draws happen and those games kind of slot into the fixture list as well. Um, but before we get into all that, John, how are you first of all? Busy morning. Really busy morning. I'm good, thank you. Yeah. I'm always really excited on the stone. I know that you're not, so I'm going to try and bring that balance, <laughs> bring that balance over to. I mean, how can you not be excited? It's a new season ahead, like all the. I'm excited. I'm excited from that point of view that this is like you know we did the video last week and it was like, do we call the season just gone last season already? Like now that the fixtures are out, like that is last season now. Like we now build up to next season or this season coming up. So I am excited for the new season, of course, but kind of like. Who do we play first? Who do we play last? It's like, well, we play everybody twice, so I'm not really that bothered, but I understand the excitement. Um, like I said, I'm more intrigued about where the Europa Conference League things happen and where the Carabao Cup draws are and things like that. So we'll talk oh. through it. We'll, we'll talk through it. We've got the, I've got the, I've got graphics prepared for the first six and the last six. Besides that, I haven't had time to do anything else, but we'll have the... Obviously, this is an audio podcast as well, so we'll read out when fixtures are on dates and things like that. And, and obviously, those things can still change with TV selections and there'll be plenty of Sunday games for Aston Villa as well. Um, so the, the kind of the dates at the moment are a little bit irrelevant. Um, there's some building work going on outside, by the way. I've got to have the windows open because it's absolutely roasting. Before we get into the fixtures, though, because... It's, I mean, it's twenty. It's almost twenty past nine. Fixtures came out at nine, so if anyone, everyone has seen that we've got Newcastle first. So I'm in no rush to kind of break that, so to speak. So everyone will already be prepared for that. The thing that I like, you saying like it's like an exciting day. <laughs> this is probably a different one for us, really. Like the leaks, I quite like that side of it because I I know that most of them are nonsense, or my, almost all of them are nonsense. That like there was one yesterday of like a picture of somebody holding like a piece of paper that got like top secret Premier League fixtures on everyone's like oh Villa have got Sheffield United it's like no please don't believe things like that like it's just not true um, they are sent out early to press uh, with a, a kind of a night I think it's a 9am embargo so we get them before 9am to prepare stories and images and, and whatnot so we were privy to them earlier than that but you can't do anything about that you can't share what they are early and break the embargo but some people will do that I've always said every year I would love to be like I would love to be us to be one of the people that, f- that creates one of those fake documents that like so we create a leak just to like be involved in that side of it we're a professional organisation and we shouldn't do that um, but yeah how do you assess like the leaks and stuff do you even care about things like that uh, I think it's a bit weird um, yeah. people go to the lengths they go to like you can tell that they've like staged the photo and everything as well like someone randomly walking with, with, with the first two pages like <laughs> yeah um, it's funny yeah you're right it happens every year and fans fall for it but but now the actual fixtures have come out I wish that those were the <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, um, it's a tricky start for Villa like, really yeah. is. let's I talk say, about that, that start then yeah we are we are a good team <laughs> let's just get that out of the way so teams will look at us as a, a very tricky fixture but we have three home games in the first eight that's not, that's not great is it I'm, I'm not sure how they've done it, but surely that hasn't happened before. You can't have three and eight. That's well, fun. it's a random generated thing, isn't it? Like I said at the start, you play everybody twice. So like looking at where the tough fixtures are and stuff. But there needs to be a, a bit of an, e- an equal balance, and that's kind of tipping yeah. over like because um, that's up until the uh, October international break as well. So we play Everton, Palace, and Brighton at home. 
and then the other games, the other uh, five games, is it are all away from home. So it, again, it's a good thing that Villa are quite useful these days, and we're good away from home too. So it's not like a huge worry, but I just thought it was slightly um, unequal. Yeah, and it is random, but obviously, again, I was having it early if I was kind of looking into some different stats and things like that. Out of the 28 opening day fixtures in the Premier League before this one, Aston Villa have played, 19 of those 28, so now 20 of the last 29, have been away from home on, on the first half of the season. That seems like, again, it should be, really, it should be a 50-50 split, shouldn't it? Because it, it, it's random, but we always seem to be away on the first day, which usually means you're away on the final day as well. And it's, I mean, this year it isn't because it's Newcastle, but it's the, the last couple of years, or a few of the last couple of years, have been a promoted team on the first day as well. Like that seems to happen to us quite a lot as well. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And yeah, I mean, it, it's just say like it's completely random, but we've been away a few, quite a few times now. I think when we played Sheffield United at home in the lockdown season, when it's 21, if I'm not mistaken, I think we were supposed to have Man City first away from yeah. home. I don't know if that was included in the stat you read out, but. Yeah, tricky start for Villa. I haven't looked into the sort of um, the details in mid-season, but obviously it's going to equal itself out. You don't play more away games than not. So, um, yeah, we'll have home games piling up during the middle part of the season. Oh, yes. We finished the season away from home as well. So, and then boxing days away from home so that we get, there's no real home um, Burnley, which is on New Year's or unless your birthday is celebrated on a, on a home game. There isn't really like an event, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah, yeah, it feels like we miss out a little bit, don't we? If you're not an away match goer, yeah. yeah. Let's have a look at the first six then, because I have made a graphic, so I might as well use it. Uh, first six fixtures Villa in the Premier League specifically: Newcastle away, Everton at home, Burnley away, Liverpool away, Crystal Palace at home, and Chelsea away. Now those dates there, I know the first one specifically, the 12th of August, uh, is a Saturday. I think at the moment that's scheduled to be a half five kickoff, so you would assume that that's going to be the Sky TV game. The rest of those are Saturday 3 p.m. as of right now because the other fixtures haven't been confirmed for uh, TV broadcast yet. So some of those dates that I've got there on that graphic could be different. That Liverpool is the second, but it could be the first. Things like that. Yeah, that should go without saying. Um, you look at that fixture list though, Newcastle, Liverpool, Chelsea are probably the, the three standouts, but Burnley away is a banana skin. Everton at home was the first her first home game of the season, nice, and, and flashbacks to first season in the Premier League. Um, yeah, how do you assess that first six then? Tricky, do you think is the word? Yeah, I think so. And again, Villa are a very tricky opponent for every team in the Premier League. So, yeah. You know, but I, I think you're just looking at it in terms of you want to get off to a good start. You want to take max, not maximum points, obviously maximum points. But you want to take as many points as you can over the first five or six games. Um, so I think looking at that, if I quickly bring up my fixture list again, one second. I mean, how many points are you looking from there? I mean, obviously it's a bit early to say the transfer window only opened yesterday, but well, for those first need, six, I think you need to win your home games for a start. Um, yeah. I think Brighton would be our seventh game in all fairness, but Everton Palace at home, you have to win those two, obviously. Yeah. I think if you can get anything out of Liverpool away and Newcastle away, I'd snap your hand off for it, <laughs> even a point. Because again, we're not in a situation now where we have to win every game or every game. You know, when Emery came in, we were, what were we, you know, how many points away from um, the European positions? We're starting on an even keel, so... So over the course of a season, we could lose the first game to Newcastle. It's not going to be the end of the world. It would just be a yeah, bit yeah. disappointing one because you open the new campaign with a defeat. And, and we are used to that, though. <laughs> losing yeah. on the first day. I mean, hopefully we don't do that. But what I'm saying is if you don't pick up your points against Liverpool or Newcastle away, well, then not many teams will do that. Those are probably the best two home form, 
probably the best two home teams apart from Man City in the division. So hmm. very difficult start. But flip side, get them out of the way early, I suppose. <laughs> Again, it's a, it's a really long season, especially next season for Villa if they can get into the Conference League group stage and beyond that. Hmm. So, yeah, it's exciting, but. I just wish we maybe had a couple more home games in there. Yeah, that's the thing for me, the, the lack of home games in that first. I think you said eight, was it eight, three games at home? is feels, games, Yeah, certainly an imbalance, isn't it, to put it politely. Yeah. Um, going back to the leaks and stuff at the start, there was people kind of, you know, the, it's the, the classic engagement bait tweet, isn't it? Who would you like to see us play first? Who would you like the first home games to be? And things like that. And I saw a few people suggesting that they would like to play somebody like Man City first. Because, or an uh, example of a big club, a big side, somebody you expect to be at the top, because the assumption is that they kind of kick into gear as the season goes on, so kind of get them out of the way early. Is there any kind of analysis that you can see there? I mean, it's Newcastle Wild. If it was Newcastle at Villa Park, I think it's slightly different. Is there any kind of credence to that, that you play Newcastle before they get up and running and, and start showing results at? Or am I kind of clutching? <laughs> I'm not sure, but we play Newcastle, don't we, in, in the USA? So yes, that's another, that's another quirk. Um, yeah. I don't know how many weeks that will be until the season starts. I'll quickly look for you. By Newcastle Six-ish. on twenty fourth, I think that's USA time. So it will be about two two weeks, just over two weeks. Of course, yeah. I was thinking of June. Yeah, of course, yeah. L- late July, isn't it? And then obviously the first game of the season is early yeah. August. Yeah, yeah. Two three weeks before the season starts. So yeah, live on I presume Sky Sports as well. Five thirty. Yeah, I I personally would have liked to have avoided a Newcastle because of I think it's diff- I think they're different to Man City in a way because because yeah, obviously yeah. and yeah I, I don't know it, I think that's going to be a really difficult game for Villa to start with it's a bit of a shame to say you want to get off to the best start possible but I mean, then yeah we're saying it's a difficult start but we could easily win that game the first game of the season as well and we're, come on easy. yeah not easily but I mean it's it's yes, one of three outcomes, isn't there? This draw, win or defeat. Like it's possible that Villa win the first game. It's, I'm not going to write it off. No, but if I had to pick two teams who I didn't want to play away from home, it would be them or Man City. So, yeah. yeah um, but then again, the flip side of that we've started easy in seasons gone by with Watford and Bournemouth and lost them. So, oh no, I again, know. it's kind of irrelevant, oh, isn't it? This is what I mean. <laughs> yeah, let's stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> let's just yeah. go for those, those first six things. I do want to move on to the the Conference yeah. League because that excites me more. How many points there? from that first six, what are you going to put your neck on the line and predict? Yeah, so you need to beat Everton and Palace. And yeah, you need to beat six. One of, You're probably going to have to beat one of Burnley or Chelsea away as well. So put nine. I think we're looking to get about 10 points from that. I think that will yeah. be a good return. And I, I say a very good return, actually. Because again, like, if this was the back end of the season, last season or whatever, and you're thinking, oh, well, we're going to have to try and go into get every game and win it. That's going to be the mentality this season. Hmm. But if we don't, it's not the end of the world. You're, you know, you're only dropping two points when you're not behind the eight ball from the get-go like yeah. we were in the Remy when he first joined. So, yeah, I think get get what you can from those first six. Your home games are important, but Villa are very good away from home, which is obviously in our favour too. Um, yeah, tricky start, but it's the Premier League. It's always going to be difficult, isn't it? So, yeah. can't really, um, you know, to be fair, the first uh, home games are also good. So, Everton and Palace, they're, um, you've got to look at those as banks for three points. So, 
Yeah, there's a couple of comments then before we get into the rest of it from Rob. Uh, happy to get Newcastle and Liverpool out of the way. Uh, away, out of the way. Uh, yeah, kind of agree to an extent as well with that. Um, <laughs> Michael says, don't count the points. It's bad luck. Bad luck. One right. game at a time. Uh, we shouldn't fear anybody. We battered Newcastle at home and Uno wasn't in charge when they battered us at home. Uh, and Habs, Uno has a whole pre-season to calculate a strategy against Newcastle in Uno we trust. Yeah, that's yeah. what I like to say. That's more like us, it. Us, us playing them in pre-season... Again, yeah. not going to make a whole difference, but I think that would be more um, more of an advantage to us than what it would be for them. So, and also, as much as we're saying like Newcastle away is this tricky start for Villa, yeah. Villa at home is a tricky start for Newcastle. That the pressure is on them. They're now in the Champions League. They want to start the season off with a bang. Yeah. The home crowd will be obviously up for it. If we get an early goal and things like that, you think well, maybe we can kind of get at them in that sense. So, I think Newcastle fans will be looking at Villa at home and think well, that's not that's not a gimme. No, no, I mean, definitely isn't for them. But at the same time, I think they sort of relish those occasions, don't they? At St. James is that whenever the games are on Sky, they seem to win 5 0. So. <laughs> uh, no, again, I'm not underplaying us. We, we are, we've been better than them over the course of 2023 and since mm. Emerald first came in. So it's not having a weak mentality with it. I'm, it's just that Newcastle away is a very difficult game, any point in the season, especially at the start. And it would have been nice to have opened it with a home game because <laughs> yeah. we usually don't. But the first two home games, as I say, are quite, well, they're very good. So, yeah, hopefully we're over that course of the first six, we can get a decent points, uh, decent points return. And then it's the nearly the, the um, October international break already after that. International yeah. break. So, let's just um, flash that graphic back up again. Obviously, I've made this for Premier League only, but I just want to talk about the Europa Conference League playoff games. So, between Everton and Burnley, the playoff first leg will be played on the 24th of August. Um, so that would obviously move Burnley back probably to the 27th, uh, the Sunday. And then the playoff second leg is between Burnley away and Liverpool away. So again, you'd probably expect Liverpool to be moved as well. Um, and then it's the September, September international break but between Liverpool and Palace. Um, yeah. Which goes, yeah, I mean, international break in September and October is very irritating. Um but again, that's, that's that's a talking point now that Villa's game moved to Thursday. We're coming back to away games after we've played in Europe as well. Um, obviously, again, I've got the fixtures list in front of me that's got Europa Conference League group stage, match week one, two, three, four, five and six, all the way through to the quarters, semis and, and the final. We don't need to go that far just yet. Let's just talk about the playoff round first of all. As much that's as we're saying hard. like... It's something to, yeah, something to look forward to. But if we're saying like 10 points from that first six would be good, you're also throwing in a two-legged playoff in between those games as well. So it's... It's eight games for Villa in that first six period of Premier League games. That will have an impact. It'll have an impact throughout the season. Whether Villa can manage it or not, you know, we'll wait and see on that front. But um, yeah, the game's going to come thick and fast and Emery wants it that way. I think that's sort of a key point to stress. Yeah. Yeah, the... uh, for I mean, I think it probably depends who you get drawn against as well. Not to sort of downplay any team, but... I think West Ham had a game in Cyprus and it was against Larnaca or something, thinking they're not very good. So I don't think that would shut Villa at all, really, apart from the travelling. But, you know, it's like first-class travel, isn't it? So I don't think it'd be too bad. Burnley away, Liverpool away, two... I mean, they're not horrendous journeys, are they? What is it, two hours or so to get up there? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't think it would be too bad. I think it's later on in the season, especially if Villa finish second in their group. I know we're looking a bit further on now but um, if they can avoid the knockout playoff which is going to take place if Villa finish second in their group 
and then they'll be playing against either the second place teams or teams that dropped up from the Europa League, I believe. Yeah. And that'll be February, and that is going to be a very hectic period because you've just come out of, um, sorry, or you're just going into, you know, not the running, but the back end of the season. You don't want to be playing what it would be, would be Man United at home, then a playoff game, um, Fulham away, then playoff game, and then Forest. So you play one, two, three, you play about six or seven games in February, which could easily be avoided down to like five if we uh, top the group, if we get into the group stage. So, yeah, I mean, throughout the season, this article was about to go on Birmingham Live, actually, basically a list of all of the... Um, yeah, we'll link it in the comments of the, the YouTube video afterwards. It's got a while to produce, but it's, uh, it's a good rundown of when Villa travel to somewhere and then play Wolves, yeah. for example, or um, or Tottenham away is just before, you know, the second last group stage game after the November international break. So it's good to get like a holistic view of everything that's happening. I was annoyed because the FA Cup games aren't, uh, or dates haven't been released yet, which is a shame because that would have been nice to throw in there as well. But yeah. Before we get to the end of the season, and I want to go kind of run through where we think like the trickiest point of the season is, or something like that as well. Um, other notable fixtures, of course, Boxing Day again away from home, Man United. Uh, that's a three o'clock kickoff as it stands, but again, it's miles away. That could easily be changed. Um, New Year's Day is uh... no game on New Year's Day, but New Year's no, no game on New Year's Day. No, well, it depends on when. Um... When the fixtures, they're obviously going to get changed. You'll have someone New Year's, someone New Year's Eve, stuff like that. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, so that's Burnley, isn't it? That fixture. Um, end of the season, then. Let's talk about that. The final six, the running, I suppose you would call it. Uh, this is where Villa are going to be fighting for their their last few points of the season to qualify for the Champions League, of course, as I've already predicted. <laughs> um, again, no easy games in the Premier League, but that looks tricky to me. Yeah. Very similar end to the season with Brighton and Liverpool in the final two of the last three games, like this season was. Arsenal away, Chelsea at home in there. Palace away on the final day is, again, not a, a good cliche here, but not an easy place to go. You'd like to think that they're not playing for anything on the final day of the season, though, so I feel I do need something like you could go there and, and get it. I mean, I'm already predicting here that Palace finish like 12th again, because that's what they always do. Uh, and, and Bournemouth, again, this season have been good and overperformed, but maybe Bournemouth are in a relegation battle by you know, the end of April next season, and that's a, an easy game at home for us. Um, but overall, looking at those kind of club badges there, Chelsea, Brighton, Liverpool, Arsenal, again, looks tough. Yeah. Um, you can make an argument for all those teams by Palace to be fighting for something at that point in the season. Yeah. Which is um, obviously an issue. But again, I think Villa just have to concentrate on themselves this season or next season. Um, yeah. uh, only, the, uh, only what we do will impact where we finish, really. But those games are tricky. There's no doubt, of, doubt in it. I just hope the middle of this middle of the season looks a whole lot better than the start and the end. Have you had a chance to look through like no. favourable <laughs> moments or two, right, tricky moments? Okay, let's do, let's do it live then. I'll have a quick, I'll have, so, I can have a quick scan now. So I'm scanning through and I think December looks difficult. First of all, obviously, because there's loads of games in December, the Christmas period is, is infamous, isn't it? So you've got, and again, I've got no graphics for this prepared, so excuse me for just reading. You've got um, Bournemouth away, Man City at home, Arsenal at home, back-to-back, Brentford away, Sheffield United at home, Man United away on uh, Boxing Day and Burnley at home on New Year's Eve, uh, the 1st of January, whatever date that gets picked for. Mm -hmm. What's that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games in December. That looks tricky. Um, I'm kind of looking for this period where we play loads of games at Villa Park and that doesn't really seem to crop up anywhere. February and March, I think, are quite favourable. 
Sheffield United away, the Man United at home, Fulham actually, <laughs> Fulham away, Nottingham Forest, Luton, Tottenham. West, to be honest, they're all a mixed bag, aren't they? Um, like I said, I don't see many fixtures where we play a lot of games at Villa Park in a row. So you got Man City, Arsenal, and Sheffield United three and four games at home. Yeah, going um, over to December, there's a there's a couple of back to back home games, but which will balance yeah. from what we had at the start of the season. So uh, yeah, to be fair, well, uh, you go Wolves away, West Ham at home, Luton at home, Forest away, and Fulham at home. There's five games in a row where I'll be looking for yep. near maximum points. To be honest, if we're competing Tottenham towards the, the top six, Tottenham away and Bournemouth as well. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a decent decent uh, period. That's to be fair, tricky one against December. Um, but yeah, I. I I, to be honest, I look at it as play up to the October international break, which is Wolves away. Um, that's the final. So your first eight games before the October international break, three are at home. And then you have some tricky away games in there. Let's see where we are after that. That will be your first eight games. And after that run is what you've just said there, Dan. So you play West Ham at home, Luton at home, Nottingham Forest away, Fulham at home. Then it's November international break. So... If I was to like split up the first half of the season, if you will, then that's how I'd do it. And I think that will, I think Villarreal will be in a good place after that. I think we'll be going into mm. second half of the season, hopefully still in the Conference League and doing well, yeah. um, pushing to win our group. And going into December, we're in a good position in the league. And I think that will be um, as good a start as we can make, really. Yeah. I said I didn't want to look too far ahead, but I am going to because we're here now. Uh, Carabao Cup final. 25th of February uh, after Nottingham Forest at home and before looted away uh, you then have the Europa Conference League round of 16 first and second leg around that time as well a March international break before the Europa Conference League quarterfinals uh, between Brentford Arsenal and Bournemouth uh, and then May again talking about the end of the season looking tricky with Chelsea Brighton Liverpool Palace in the league you'd have a Europa Conference League semi-final at the start of uh, May and then the final obviously the 29th of May uh, Massively getting ahead of ourselves here, of course. But uh, what else do you expect from this podcast? We're assessing a whole 38 game Premier League season. Like we've got to look further into the distance. Very quick though, because I'm keen to wrap this up because we've come to the end of everything that I'll, I really wanted to talk about. There's 300 people watching this live at the moment, so leave a comment in in the live chat. How many points do you think we'll get from that first six? Flashing up again very quickly. Uh, I think I think 10 points. You're right. Is is probably about the mark you'd be looking for. Winning three and, and drawing one somewhere. If you win the first game, of course, against Newcastle, then you never know what, what that momentum can take you. And you might be talking about that you've won the first three, possibly, and you know you kind of get carried away a little bit. Um, but then, you know, you have got that conference lead knockout um, game in their early doors as well. But again, I don't fear anyone really. And I said this towards the back end of last season, that I, I, fancy, us under any, I fancy us against anybody under Emery. And that I'm intrigued to see how he does over the course of a, a full season now because obviously we all expect him he's going, he's going to get that because like you said in, in the live show that we did it, Emery's kind of pool, a sample pool of, of games played isn't that he's done well over 8 games or 15 games he did very well over 25-26 games so if he can continue that with some proper pre-season planning maybe 3-4-5 transfers over the next couple of weeks a good solid pre-season tour Maybe we do get off to a flyer and have a great season because the momentum is, is massive in football. And if you start well and you're always up and around, you know, top four, top six, top seven, I would I would back Villa too. You know, you see those graphs at the end of the season where Villa are doing this everywhere and they're kind of up and down, up and down. If you start well and you're around up the top, I'd expect Villa to be around the top six start the whole season. Yeah, and to be fair, if you look at every game as sing like singular, um, Newcastle, then Everton, then Liverpool. It, 
n- n- they don't look as scary when you look at art when you look yeah. at it like that. Yeah, I think it's looking at over a you know the first six games you look at it and think or the first eight sorry only three home games and then you go to Newcastle you go to Liverpool places where teams don't tend to win at um, so they will be difficult but like 10 minutes before each one of those games kicks off I'll be confident that we're going to get results so yeah. it's kind of um, not relevant but it, I mean it's just nice to see how the season will map out basically for Villa um, we don't know where we're going to be at the end of the season but again the end of it looks quite tricky but every game is difficult in the Premier League and as yeah. I say if, if you take every game as they come which Emery will do and he'll have an individual plan for each game then I don't think we'll go um, far wrong next season I think it'll be really a uh, really exciting campaign yeah, that'll do us for now, I think, John. Thanks for your time, as always. Me and Matt are doing a show tomorrow morning, I think. We're doing like a keep, sell, loan kind of thing where we assess the, the full Villa squad and work out who should stay, who should go. Um, so to come back to Clark Blue and get involved in that debate uh, with us. John, thanks for your time this morning and crack on with the rest of your day. I know it's a very busy one, fixture release day. And thanks to everyone for watching live with us this morning as well. Uh, some good points, uh, targets, by the way, 12 13 we're as good as anybody 10 points 13 12 18 that's what we like to see 18 points I'm a big fan of that Um, yeah thank you very much for watching we'll be back tomorrow uh, with some more content Uh, thanks for watching